0: Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Thursday, August 26th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include GSE focus, my interview with Rob Chrisman from the Western Secondary Conference, and the start of the Fed's virtual Jackson Hole gathering. Today's episode is sponsored by Active Compliance a social media monitoring and website archival platform built by the mortgage industry for the mortgage industry. ActiveComply makes it easy for the financial industry to manage social media compliance of institutions and employees, the cloud-based solution for mortgage lenders, banks, and credit unions to help them engage with social media safely and meet compliance and archival requirements. Lenders can easily find and monitor loan officer social media from one unified platform, scan for profile compliance, monitor post content, and easily export for examinations. Active comply. Compliance covered. What parent hasn't heard, are we there yet, from the backseat during a road trip? The same could be said about Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the government-sponsored enterprises, regarding GSE reform. First off, no one in Washington, D.C. is talking about an exit from conservatorship. Second, GSE reform is a constantly evolving process. We can expect, during the Biden administration, that the GSEs want to focus on first-time homebuyers and affordable housing. Given limited time, capital, and other resources, they don't want to crowd out affordable housing by focusing on investment property loans or second homes. Put another way, wealthy second home and rental owners are not a protected class within the FHFA, but the GSEs rely on income from income on investment and second home lending. So they don't want to exclude those loans entirely from the product set. Stay tuned. Here at the Western Secondary, we have a very special treat for you. We're going to bring on Rob Chrisman to talk about some chatter that he's hearing today. How's the conference been for you?
1: Conference has been good. It's been unusually well attended, possibly setting a record for uh, for the Western Secondary, which is neat to see and People overall are in a very good mood.
0: And if the last conferences, Chad was about FHFA, the direction of the agencies, second home caps, non-owner occupy, is, is that still being talked about here or has that shifted towards something else?
1: I would say the character of this conference is focused primarily on the capital markets. The other conferences, like the Great River Conference or Originator Connect, their focus is of a wider range of topics, for example, compliance, sales, how brokers can use technology to capture more borrowers and clients, and so on. This is primarily focused on the FHFA, on Ginny May, uh, what the MBA has been up to, the risk environment, private label securities, and so on. So it's definitely more of a capital market slant.
0: And what's been some of the highlights of, of the conference so far for you, uh, either panels or seeing people or, or uh, meetings or anything?
1: I would say just talking to people in the hallways and at social events. It's a so much better of an environment to do that than a scheduled Zoom call. The in the hallway conversations about how's it going and what are you seeing out there are much more relevant i would say than let's schedule a zoom call for thursday at 11 to 12 in the morning and go from there like i said earlier the the mood is jubilant i don't know about jubilant but very optimistic the people genuinely like seeing one another and the sessions have been very good we've had a sessions uh, by CEOs talking about the workload and what they're seeing out there. We had a capital markets panel talking about what the agencies were doing and possible directions for the FHAFA to take, how Ginny May is doing, how private label securities have been increasing recently and are expected to continue to increase. And so those kind of topics, I think, really help originators out there because, you know, a few basis points here and a few basis points there add up to improvements in rate sheet borrower uh, or rate sheets for borrowers. And I think that the general consensus is that the execution is relatively similar for everyone, but it's going to be the most efficient and cost-effective lenders that end up succeeding in the long run.
0: A lot of the people that attend these conferences, they're meeting with clients, they're they're meeting with people that could uh, do prospective business with them. What do you do here?
1: I have two jobs.
0: You're my handler?
1: Three jobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the I, I send out the daily commentary, which means I'm up at four in the morning in the lobby typing away and get that out by 5.30 or quarter to six in the morning. And then I am meeting with clients where I'm doing capital markets consulting. And then I attend the sessions that I think are worthwhile. And then in the evenings, try to do some socializing and just have informal discussions with people just to get a sense of what they're seeing out there.
0: Yeah, we heard the the bar got shut down at 9.30 last night. Was that your Doing? Can you get it extended for later hours tonight?
1: <laughs> I was at the bar later than nine thirty. Oh
0: well, <laughs> the the common folk, the common folk uh, might not like hearing that. But uh, privilege is a blessing. It's been a privilege having you, and uh, hopefully we'll have a, have you back soon.
1: You're very welcome. I, th- I think listeners should know that. Their capital market staffs are out there trying to get a few basis points, uh, which I hope will be passed on to them in the form of improved rate sheets. And so that's what this conference is all about, learning how to do that and how, how to help the origination staff help their borrowers.
0: Sometimes there's a lot going on with bonds and therefore rates and sometimes not. Although bond prices sank and rates slid higher yesterday, it was a quiet day of trading in the bond market ahead of the Kansas City Fed-sponsored virtual Jackson Hole gathering. Durable goods orders fell 0.1% last month, though excluding transportation, they rose 0.7%. Orders are expected to wane in the coming months as consumers pull back on goods spending and the auto sector contends with supply problems. The day's $61 billion five-year note auction was met with weaker demand than what was seen at Tuesday's two-year note offering, but still moved treasuries. By the end of the day, Treasuries have pulled back while the MBS basis ended wider. Not a good combination for rate sheets. Don't expect much of a different narrative today as the bond market is preoccupied with potential tapering comments from Fed Chair Powell during his speech tomorrow. The economic calendar is already out of the gate with the second look at Q2 GDP now up 6.6% and the PCE deflator slightly softer than expected. We've also received the latest weekly jobless claims in at 353000 about as expected, with continuing claims at $2.862 Later this morning brings Freddie Mac's primary mortgage market survey, Kansas City Fed manufacturing for August, and a treasury auction of $62 billion seven-year notes. The New York Fed desk will conduct the last two operations on the current schedule before releasing a new MBS purchase schedule covering the August 27th to September 14th period in the afternoon. We begin the day with agency MBS prices unchanged from Wednesday night and the tenure yielding 1.35 after closing yesterday at 1.34%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. Warning, spicy language. Don't listen if you're easily offended. A mafia godfather finds out that his bookkeeper, Guido, has cheated him out of $10 million. His bookkeeper is deaf. That was the reason he got the job in the first place. It was assumed that Guido would hear nothing, so he would not have to testify in court. When the godfather goes to confront Guido about his missing 10 million, he takes along his lawyer, who knows sign language. The godfather tells the lawyer, ask him where the money is. The lawyer, using sign language, asks Guido, where's the money? Guido signs back, I don't know what you're talking about. The lawyer tells the godfather, he says he doesn't know what you're talking about. The godfather pulls out a pistol, puts it to Guido's head and says, ask him again, or I'll kill him. The lawyer signs to Guido. He'll kill you if you don't tell him. Guido trembles and signs back. Okay, you win. The money is in a brown briefcase buried behind the shed at my cousin Bruno's house. The godfather asks the lawyer, what do you say? The lawyer replies, he says you don't have the balls to pull the trigger. (laughs) Thanks again to ActiveComply, making social media monitoring simpler, more compliant, and at a lower cost schedule a 30-minute demo, or request a free compliance report for your company. Visit ActiveComply.com to learn more about the system features and download their free social media compliance cheat sheet for LOs today. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at RobChrisman.com. Visit RobChrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcasts from.